Hey folks, Mad Cat here from The Balcony Show. Now if you haven't heard about Anchor, well then I gotta tell you, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First, it's free. And who the hell doesn't love free? I know I do. I mean, come on. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. And talk about doing the legwork. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So we can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Cheers and be well and keep listening to us right here on The Balcony Show. Your source for independent music from around the world. So take a seat, take a listen. Here we go, The Balcony Show. Hi everybody, welcome to The Balcony Show. I'm your host, Dan Thatcher, in studio with my co-host, Mad Cat. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, dude. Super excited? Absolutely, as am I. We have the steel drivers on the show today. And so we are doing kind of like a bluegrass folk kind of vibe today. Yes. Yes. And they're very good. They're very good. So how was your week, sir? Uh, week was good. You know, typical week. Work. Work. And Ooh. more work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then what was that one that, who did that thing where I got up, went to the corner to look for a job? Oh, that's uh, uh, George Thorogood. Yeah. That one, was... one bourbon, one scotch, one beer. No? No, I don't think yeah. so. But and that'll, that'll work too. One bourbon, one yeah. scotch, and one beer. I need it tonight. So, this the name of the Steel Drivers album is I'm Bad For You. Bad For You. And this Valentine's Day, we have a tip. The hashtag. Uh-oh. Hashtag name. Hashtag name. 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 Yeah. In correlation with Valentine's Day. Yeah. Oh. You ready? Mm-hmm. So these are it. for all the people that, you know, have been like recently dumped or, or people that, you know, have that somebody special that they really just don't want to deal with. Right. Or, you know. So you can get this. This is really great. You can... Buy it through the zoo. You can name a cockroach after them. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so you get. I guess I. You pay amount of money, and uh, it's the Hemsley Cons- Conservation Center that does this, and you 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 buy. I guess, you know, you sponsor a cockroach and you name it and then you get a certificate and it goes up on their website or whatever that 
you know, this is such and such, and that's the name of the cockroach. Right. You know, I I want to know if we can buy lots of them. <laughs> <laughs> because, because I have a few, I don't know about you, but I have a few people that, you know. Oh, I'm I'm sure there's there's a few that I could. I'm but I'm already just wondering if there's already like 17, you know, cockroaches out there already with my name on it. <laughs> and for any of my ex girlfriends that are listening, remember I have stories. So be mindful before you start tagging my name to a cockroach. Well, uh, see, that's the thing about the the beauty of being married. You know what I mean? He's you know, like if he if he did that, he would be like, oh, dead. So, <laughs> <laughs> but there are certain people that you know. I certainly would just like to get the. Could you imagine getting a certificate like, I have a cockroach named <laughs> after me? And you know what? There's probably some person that would be like really happy and not like totally got it. Right. It's not like you did something noble. Like you got some UNICEF kid out there holding a <laughs> plaque up. Hey, you funded me. No, this is a cockroach, an insect. That's great. Yeah, I'd, I'd love that day. Well, they said that the only <laughs> thing that could survive a nuclear explosion is a cockroach. And share, but yeah. And sh- yeah. Oh, yeah, that's probably true, too. <laughs> yeah. hmm. Well, let's get things started All with right. our show this evening. And we're going to start things tonight with a song from Copperfields, This Way. So take a listen, and we'll be right back with the show. One, two, three, four.
the balcony show with Anne and the mad cat up next can you believe it is the first song from tonight's guest the steel drivers very excited brand new album i'm bad for you bad for you and we're going to listen to their first song i choose you so take a listen and we'll be right back with the interview (laughs) 
show and we are really excited because we have Tammy on the line from the one and only Steel Drivers to talk about their brand new album, I'm Bad For You. Welcome, Tammy. Hey, Ann, how you doing? Good. So our listeners just heard your first song of the evening, which is I Choose You. Do you want to talk about that for us, please? Sure. Um, that is a song that I wrote with uh, a really great friend of mine now, Tom Utes. Um, but it's one of the early songs that we wrote. Um, we met only about three years ago um, here in Nashville at the CSAC Awards and just kind of seated, you know, seated at the same table. We started, you know, chatting and realized that we knew a ton of the same people Um and as songwriters will in a songwriting town, we just kind of casually said, well, hey, we should write together sometime. And and uh, sure enough, we followed up on it. And and now, three years later, he's probably my most um, frequent co-writer. We've written, I bet, 50 or 60 songs together. Wow. Um, yeah, I just, you know, one of those things you never know until you try and see how things go. 
but this this was one of the earlier ones that we wrote and um he came over and and believe it or not i got the idea from watching gray's anatomy so <laughs> oh wow there's a good excuse for watching you know television melodrama <laughs> junk tv <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly right um i was watching it with my daughter i think so um that was the other excuse but i i i wanted to write a song you know because we're not necessarily known for our love songs as as you well know but you know one that was uh, you know more realistic it's like you know when you're in a committed relationship and i've been married it'll be 23 years this year um, I'm sorry. You know, it's not about that. <laughs> oh, my husband's awesome. He's great. There's a somebody said once. Um, how do you dis- be- how do you best describe marriage? And they said, uh, chain yourself to a tree with a grizzly bear. Oh God. <laughs> so no, um, I'm married to 28 years, and he's a great guy. So yeah, you're lucky. Well, and. In this instance, you'll probably, you know, be able to, to understand, you know, the, the whole idea is, you know, you choose that person over and over again. Right. It's not just the one time you say I do. It's every day making the choice that you want it and you want it to, to, to be successful and you want to be with this person. And, and it's the little things, you know, that, that you do to make those choices. So um, it's it's really struck a chord with people, both you know, kind of, I, I, I jokingly say we've written the perfect bluegrass wedding song. Oh, yeah, that's true. I would agree. <laughs> I would agree. I'm also a photographer um, on the side, and I, I do weddings. And as I was listening to I Choose You, I'm like, okay, I can see this. Yeah. I'm going to be photographing some weddings, and I think I'm going to hear this song being played. I hope so. Yeah. But then it occurred to me, you know, it's it's a perfect anniversary song. I mean, it's really kind of for any <clears throat> stage of a relationship. Right. Right. <clears throat> So uh, the next song that they're going to hear is... Oh, is uh, the, the the title song from the album, Bad For Bad You. Bad For You. Yeah. Um, I wrote that with uh, two uh, really great friends, Leslie Satcher, who is kind of a long-time co-writer of mine. Um, and then a fellow that I just recently started writing with in the past, I guess, year or two, James LeBlanc. Um, and we had a ball that day. Um, they were both very familiar with the sound of the band and knew that, you know, we were in the process of, of looking for songs and writing songs and totally, they totally had the band in mind when we came up with that one, just kind of the, the vocal approach with that kind of high screaming vocal and, but this edgy attitude and the, the music, um, and it really worked. I mean, when I brought it in for the guys, they loved it. They loved kind of the, the so feel is of that it. your process, Tammy? Do you most of the time bring them the the music? Um, for this record, yes, yeah. I mean, in years past, we we've always done original music, but in years past, the first two records were mainly Chris Stapleton and Mike Henderson co-writes, um, and then as they you know, left the band, you know, Gary Nichols came in and Gary became, uh, uh, one of the dominant co-writers and writers in the band. And, and I, once, you know, Mike Henderson left and I kind of took up the slack for the other. So the next two records were songs that Gary and I had written, not necessarily together, but with our pool of co-writers. Um, so for this record, you know, Gary had left the band, so it kind of fell on me. 
Wow. And what um, a phenomenal job you did. <laughs> thank you. Uh, thank you. I, I, I'm, I'm just super excited, but I, but I did have a great group of co-writers and some of them longtime steel driver co-writers. I mean, Jerry Sally um, and Liz Hingber, who co-wrote the bartender song along with Kellis Collins, who is a new buddy. Um, they go back to the first steel driver record. They had been writing with Chris back in those days. So some really longstanding folks that had a history with the band that I called upon um and and it was great so so typically what would happen is i would you know write a song or write several songs and then i would send them around to the guys and just say well here a couple you know some new things see what you think um because i didn't necessarily even though i was writing all the songs i didn't necessarily want to be the one that picked all the songs ah okay okay i felt like well for a couple reasons first I love them all because they're like my children. Right. I'm, I'm not going to, you know, pick favorites. I love them all. Um, secondly, I wanted, I wanted their input. I wanted to hear what things, you know, really moved them that caught their attention, that gravitated, you know, to them. So it was important to me to get them actively involved in that sense. Um, and they did. So, when when they came back and went, that's an awesome tune. That's a hit. We need to do that. Then it was like, okay, well, let's put that in the list. And then you know other you know other songs they would listen to maybe and go, yeah, that's a cool song, but I really don't think it's right for us. I'm like, okay, fair enough. You know, so uh, in that way, it was very collaborative. I got to ask you, how did it feel to win a Grammy? Because I know that there. A lot of the artists that we play are independent artists and they're trying to make what you've accomplished. You know what I mean? So what did that feel like in that moment that you had made that? To me, that's one of the I mean, it's an award, but it's it's the award, you know? Yes. You know, it's unbelievable. I will say that truly and honestly, you know, particularly someone of, of kind of my generation, you grow up and you watch the Grammys every year as a kid and you, you know, you kind of dream and visualize and think, wow, if ever, if only, you know, all those types of things. Um, and then to finally find yourself in a position of, you know, recording music and being in a band and traveling and, and having the opportunity to be recognized like that, it's, it's huge. It's a huge honor. It's a huge validation. Um, so it, 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 it meant a tremendous amount. And I know there's some controversy going on right now, you know, with, with the Grammys and, and I hope they get all that straightened out because I also will say, you know, you just mentioned a lot of indie artists for us at this level, we really feel the impact of what a win can mean. I mean, Beyonce, when she wins her 25th Grammy, you know, maybe she doesn't she doesn't feel it in her bookings or in people coming to her shows. Right. But but for us at our level to to go from being just Grammy nominated to Grammy winner, it was huge. We felt like we'd really turned a corner and 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 we did because so many places that maybe were interested, but they weren't quite sure that they wanted to take a chance on us, you know, booking us for their theater or their club or their festival. Suddenly they came back and said, yeah, we want them. 
uh, certainly validates your career, you know, your career growth in trajectory at that point. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, now as you guys, um, as you guys move forward, how long are you already preparing a second, another follow-up album to this one or are you going to oh ride my this gosh, one out for a while? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, I write all the time. So right. I, I have a huge catalog of songs that, yeah, we could go in the studio next week and I would have plenty of songs to, to play for the guys. But, um, you know, historically, I don't know that we've ever put out a record any sooner than two and a half, three years apart. Right. Um, so. Well, there are a lot of groups that do, you know, they, they shuffle them out one after the other. And I got to say, I appreciate that, that you don't do that, that you give people the time to really pay attention and listen Mm -hmm. to what, to what you're putting out there. It shows some, um, thoughtfulness about what you're doing. Right. Well, and, and we, you know, we commit to going out and touring, um, for the records and it, it's really hard for us to set aside time to record when we're touring. Yeah. It, that's it, a tough it, balance. It's, it's a very tough balance. Um, so yeah, I, I, I would say it'll be a couple of years before we would even look at doing another record. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to take a break and we're going to take a listen to bad for you from the steel drivers. And we'll be right back with Cami.
Sammy from Steel Drivers. On anyway, the balcony show. On the balcony show. That's where I was going. <laughs> and this microphone looks amazing. <laughs> so I would encourage our listeners to go to steeldrivers.com and take a look at all of uh, your past music. And, you know, there's a whole ton of information about the band and all of you guys and just a crazy amount of stuff that you all of you all the members have done but uh where can they get this great music and when's it going to be available and the project is actually um going to be released next friday february 7th um we are taking pre-orders so if anybody just can't wait they can go ahead and order uh they can do that from our website or they can go to amazon.com um, and I would bet that they could probably go to the Rounder website and pre-order as well. But it'll also be available, um, you know, through all the digital formats as well for download. And, um, yeah, all the places that you find good quality music. So we're going to end things today with Falling Man, my uh, co-host's favorite song off of your Absolutely. So, uh, <laughs> well, I did not bring my brain with me tonight. I really did not. Um, all right. Um, so, Falling Man yes. is about. Tell us about Falling Man. Yes, 9 11? Yes, it is. And um, very unusual song, you know, kind of not what you would typically expect from, um, you know, a bluegrassy roots Americana kind of band, but. One of my co-writers, Liz Hingber, um, is a native New Yorker, and she came in uh, wow. a couple of years ago, and literally, I think we wrote the song, if not on 9-11, just either the day prior or the day after, and she walked in that day and said, guys, I've got to write this song. That's crazy. And, and Jerry, Sally, and myself were like, absolutely, let's do it. Um and, you know, she started talking about that famous photo of the, the falling man right. and the story. And and that that's what that song is about. And it was so compelling um, that I, I took it in and played it for the guys. And they immediately, I mean, immediately everyone said, we've got to figure out a way to do the song. Yeah, you It's can't- just... You can't listen to, to it without having the imagery that the imagery yes. of that picture in your head. Yeah, and and just so so compelling um, musically, and 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 I thought you know the recording just turned out so beautifully. I was so happy um, with with the way it all came together, and you know Brent's mandolin parts are stunning, and Richard's banjo parts, and. You know, it just was so, I was just so pleased with the way it all came together. When you, when you write about something like that, you know what I mean? That's so close. I think that that is so close to our humanness. And I said to you earlier um, when we were off air that the one thing that I love about folk music and bluegrass and Americana, this whole thing is that you're storytellers for the future, that you're yes. making a place mark in time. And yes. uh, I think this is one of those songs that it, it would have been too soon earlier to really put something out about it. But I think people are ready to 
hear something like this. Yeah. So. You know, and, and I, it, I know Bruce Springsteen, you know, not name dropping a superstar, but I'm going to name drop Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> he, he, he wrote, you know, some about that event. Um, but beyond that, I really haven't been aware no, of too many that either. were that specific. Um, so, uh, it, it just, yeah, it, it felt like the, the right thing. It, you know, just an unusual thing to write about, but definitely something that, like you say, we wanted to document. We wanted to remember and honor. And, right. and that is the great thing about writing your own music. You can do it. And I can't right. let you go without talking about Calvin and Bill Murray. That is a great story. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, the whole Bill Murray thing, we met him, you know, the original band when we went down to do some music for Get Low, that film. And we were on, they actually had us come down and be in the movie in this particular scene. Um, so he wow. had been aware of, of us and, and of the band for a long time. Um, and, you know, it was just so great um, to, you know, to have him. Kelvin's first show with us was in Charleston, which um, Bill lives part time. And he came out to the show that night and, and met Kelvin. And, you know, um, I know. Can you imagine your very first show? Meeting <laughs> no Bill pressure there, right. Kelvin. None. No pressure at all. Absolutely and none. you got Kelvin off of a YouTube. That's how you found him is was a YouTube video. Is yeah. I, what a crazy story. That's a great story in itself. Yeah, my daughter, you know, the the young generation, that's that's how they find their music and 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 do all that stuff. So, um, yeah. She saw him singing a, a Chris Stapleton cover and and man, she forwarded it to me and was like, Wow, this is really good and I played it for the other guys and they were like, Yeah, let's call him <laughs> Okay, well, I want to thank you so very much for joining us on the Balcony Show here. And, Absolutely. Um, Thanks, guys. I wish you so much continued success. And I know I'm going to be looking for you at the Grammys for this one because it's, it's fantastic. Fingers so, crossed. Any final shout outs to anybody, hon? Um, no, I just want to, you know, thank everybody that stuck with us through all these years. You know, we've had a very loyal fan base and and that's what's kept us going somebody we were doing an interview earlier today and 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 we were truthfully saying you know that's why you know when we were faced with losing gary and having to find somebody else what kept us going well the fans they wanted to keep hearing the music so that that's why why we kept on well i'm glad you did i know mad cat is too. oh absolutely absolutely so I'm going to say goodnight to you. Have a wonderful All evening. Right. And we're going to end things with the final song, Falling Man. Take a listen and we'll be right back with the rest of the show. I once had a home, once had a life. I'm just a soul without wings to fly. Just happened to be caught in a frame You look at me and don't know my name 
I'll never die, I'll never land Keep me alive, call me what I am A falling man Somebody's son, somebody's dad Somebody's love who ain't coming back My God was there when I had to choose Whispered a prayer, stepped into the blue I'll never die, I'll never land Keep me alive, call me what I am A fallen man September's will come, September's will go Listening to the Balcony Show, proudly produced at Sound Mind Recording Studio. For all your musical production needs, check us out at soundmindrecordingstudio.com. Up next is a spotlight with our lovely co host, Emily Noel. Over to you, Em. Hey, everyone, it's Emily Noel, and tonight with me in studio for my spotlight is AJ Larson. Hi, AJ. Hello, Emily. <laughs> so, Tonight, our listeners are going to hear your song, The Way the Movies End, off your EP, Why Wait. Do you want to tell us a little bit about the song? Uh, sure. Uh, it's actually, it's, it's an older EP that I decided uh, I should kind of like put out there again because I want to put out more music this year. Uh, I think I wrote that song, now I'm going to show how old I am. I think I wrote that like when I was in like high school or something. Okay. And then recorded it even like m- later on. So I think that EP I did in like 2015, I think it says. Yes. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't really, I don't remember much about the song now, 
but I'm sure whatever it is, I was just like, this would be a great idea for a song. And, so and it was. Um, I'm thoroughly impressed with this EP. I always knew you were a talented person. Um, and getting to work with you in the studio, I get to see that um, firsthand. But when you put this out and I listened to it, I was like, oh, my God. I was like, this is really, really good. Thanks. Um, so why don't you tell our listeners where they can get this EP? Because it's fantastic and everybody needs to get it. Well, thank you. I agree. It is fantastic. And everyone should get it or you should kill yourself. Don't actually do any of that. That's terrible. No, they, well, they should actually get it, okay. but they should not kill themselves. No, don't. You, yeah, you, or get it or don't. It's fine. Either way. <laughs> Uh, no, you can literally find it on iTunes, Apple Music. You can find it on Google Play. You can find it on uh, Spotify, the, the whole internet, Napster, all of Napster. it. My, MySpace. I have a MySpace page, I think. <laughs> I don't know if my songs are on it, but it's, it's out Probably there. Probably not. So I definitely encourage listeners to get this. And so you're, you are planning on releasing new music. So um, what can we look forward to? Well, I want to do uh, some of my own stuff again because I haven't done that in a long time because I keep working on everyone else's stuff. Um, but so I have an acoustic song that I'm going to put out and then I have some like rock stuff that I want to do. But then I also, uh, a band that I was in like a decade ago, we decided now that we're not stupid children and we know what to do with ourselves, let's start up the band again and actually do things properly this time. Uh, so... Uh, my band Don't Panic, we got songs coming out. We drop a new single February 7th. Um, and yeah, I don't know. You're a busy guy. I try to stay busy. Yeah, and uh, I mean, all of your music is fantastic, so I definitely encourage people to get this. Um, so where can we follow you on uh, social media to see um, where Don't Panic's playing and all that good stuff? So uh, you can find Don't Panic, which is uh, Don't Panic Just Rock, if I'm not mistaken, on Instagram and all that stuff. Um, or you can just find me online. Uh, my thing is always just AJ Larson Music, um, and I'll shamelessly promote all the things that I do. <laughs> As you should. Well, yeah. I really want to thank you for joining me on the spotlight. You kind of didn't have a choice, but no, thank you for anyway. doing it. <laughs> but, and, you, and you make me sit in a separate room from you, like I'm like some sort of leper. You made me sit in a separate room, but whatever. I've heard it both ways. <laughs> whatever you say, AJ. <laughs> but anyway, I really want to thank you for um, sharing your music with everyone. And I, I honestly can't wait to hear more from you. So everyone take a listen to AJ Larson's song, the way the movies end off his EP Why Wait. Take it further than the way it stands right now But she's already taken If only I open my mouth Although the years have passed, my feelings still the same And if I don't get this out right now I'll die No words can see the way I feel Can make me feel this way 
the business side of music on The Balcony Show. I'm your host, Bo Summer, and this week we are building on um, that business plan that you guys all should be working on um, to prepare what you're releasing, um, your songs, your EPs, videos, all that good stuff. Uh, So I want to spotlight marketing. Um, Not as fun as probably recording your music, but nonetheless fundamental and very important. And by definition, Marketing is a strategy that you use to reach your ideal target audience. So put that in perspective and think about and step back, and you should easily be able to figure that out when you actually can go back and look at your business plan. Um, that should help at least guide you to figure out who your, who your target audience is, and that's, that's your fan. Uh, those are the people that want to hear your music. Those are the people that are going to come to see your shows see you at festivals, buy and stream your music. Um, So considering all of that, um, some other things to build on in the marketing arena is thinking about how are you going to market yourself on all these social platforms? What are you actually going to put out there so that you're actually reaching your fans, but also thinking about how are you going to get new fans, Um, whether you're using YouTube or Instagram, 
Um, I would definitely suggest doing some research on hashtags. Um, another good thing is find an artist that is successful. Maybe not so much like somebody like a Taylor Swift or a Metallica, but maybe dumb it down to um, finding an artist or a band that you that you like that maybe are not quite national yet, but are finding success and see what they're doing on their pages, see what they're doing on Facebook, on Instagram. How are they getting, uh, how are they marketing themselves to reach fans? And how are they engaging with those fans? And uh, certainly we'll build on this again next Balcony Show Pro Tips. And uh, we'll talk about publicity and promotion as well because it all gets tied in together in the marketing aspect and tied in with that business plan that you guys should all be working on. Marketing, marketing, marketing. It is. And it's not easy. Um, It's certainly not easy in general. And you do have to do some research. And you have to really dedicate some time to really understand uh, who is your your target audience. Because you don't want to take a great product, your music, and just kind of slap it out there. Because everybody's (laughs) doing it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm on that note, I'm going to say thank you both for those great tips. And as always, she'll be back next week for yep. some more pro tips. So stay tuned and thank you, man. You're very welcome. Thanks for having me. Okay. Welcome back to the balcony show. Well, everybody's favorite part, the end. <laughs> I want to thank our guests, the steel drivers, Tammy, uh, spending some time on the show. Uh, please do go buy their music because that's what we're about. Yes, absolutely. And even if you're not into bluegrass, I implore you, give it a shot because it's it's good. Trust me. I was a complete metalhead my entire life, and I kind of dig the bluegrass vibe. It's it's good. It has yeah, heart. there's a little bit of a rock edge to it. So Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Definitely. That's what we're about. Get it. And uh, I want to thank you, sir, for being on the show with me. Thank and- you for having me. We lost the other two. They left us. We've been ditched by better, though, haven't we, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They got lost in the bedazzled world. Oh, yes. On a serious note, though, um, we're going to end things with a memorial song to all the people who lost their lives, Kobe Bryant, the family, um, with a song from Lost Hollow. Uh, this was a song that was written in tribute to a woman who lost her life in a car accident. So with that, I'm going to say good night to you, sir. And good night to all of our listeners. Take a listen to our final song in memorial to Kobe Bryant and all those who lost their life in the helicopter crash. Shine on. Good night, everybody from the balcony show. We'll catch you next week. Every heart from the moment they met you You could always see the best in everything Your fierce eternal faith And your family you embraced Has shown us just how dazzling your pure love can be